Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. He went on his way through towns and villages teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Jesus gives gifts by his word, but he also is on the move as the word. After our Lord accomplished salvation by the cross, the risen Jesus sent out his church with that same task. It was to go from Jerusalem on the move to Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. This journey by Christ's body has the aim to baptize in God's triune name and to teach all things as Christ has given by his word. Of course, there are certain times for this teaching that stand out from others. It can be catechesis, as we call it, for confirmation. Instruction prior to those seeking marriage. Or, yes, for those going to seminary, those men to be pastors. These times, frankly, are now foreign in our society. People do not understand it, nor do they even know what the words mean. And it's even sadder, frankly, when we know how that had become a very lost practice in the churches. As there's no teaching at all then. They don't even know the words in church, maybe. The explanation to the small catechism, though, helps us today with James being confirmed about confirmation. It says it this way. It's a public rite of the church preceded by a period of instruction in which baptized Christians learn about the confession, life, and mission of the Christian church. This teaching comes first out of respect for the Lord's Supper because it is the body and blood of Christ. Second, it's a time for a person to reaffirm what God gave them in their baptism and to publicly confess the faith with loyalty to Christ alone. Confirmation, like any time of teaching, though, does not remove all the questions. Maybe it gives cause for... We heard a disturbing one today, though, a question, didn't we? It kind of stands out. Lord, will those who are saved be few? Here's a person looking to calculate the kingdom of God. In American terms, they want the brass tacks about the gospel or where the rubber hits the road. Let's get down to it. Who's going to be there? How many? Jesus went beyond the numbers to the lie at work within. So rather than talk about others or about the few, whatever that means, Jesus turns it all around. He turns it around to be on you. Thank God for the narrow door. We're welcomed by Jesus, who graciously knows all in his church. And so the danger over the narrow door is kind of evident. It's to be not known by the master. Striving 
points out the seriousness of anything with value in life. We strive for that girl you want to maybe marry. You strive for military training to, to finally get out of boot camp. You strive for many things in life. And it shows value in that striving. Jesus describes the scenario about striving, raising concerns. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. The many are those who make adherence and religious zeal the entrance to rely on works and vows, a religious claims, frankly, in some ways, no different than the Pharisees did. The many strive also with a kind of laziness today to look at faith and spiritualities among the world and to say, yeah, you just do whatever you, what you want. You do you. Many like to claim Christians still in our country, but simply sit at home as, it's pretty evident, the visible church is shrinking. Many also find confidence and membership to a church. A card-carrying LCMS member, but that's not going to put you in heaven. You've missed the master who really brings his divine service to us, to this fellowship, for all who believe in his great service of love and forgiveness. A shut door, as Jesus talks about, is a big, big sign. Kind of like when Noah's ark kind of closed, you're going back. And with that, reacted, if you noticed in our text, this little short parable, Jesus talks about basically the reaction once the door was shut. Jesus shared shocking words by the master, I do not know where you come from. Their protest for entrance tried to rely on what they knew. I mean, they literally experienced the master's service to eat with him and his care, but this was mere association that neglected trust in his service. To be called workers of evil, like a morality issue, it was about dismissing trust in Jesus' great service as God's son, the Messiah. He comes to remove guilt and shame, fear of death and entrapment of Satan, but when the door is shut, here's the thing, everybody's going to take a notice of that. Familiarity with his word and sacrament is no good if we forget this service of grace remains to be Christ. And yes, this is Jesus for you. So being shut out is to see oneself in a very sad situation. This is the end time kind of stuff, finally. Everything builds in Jesus' words. It's all law. It's just builds with more judgment and finally being cast out. Weeping and gnashing of teeth is, is frankly self-righteousness that's fit for hell. The question about salvation of a few, you have to understand, was actually seeking an exclusive claim for Israel that contradicted God's desire of the gospel for all people. He was heading to Jerusalem 
And so all the signs was, it was about Israel and Jerusalem and all that glory. And so the question came, is there will be only a few just like me? Just like us? Jesus took it right down to the bare bones. It was not a reliance on the same grace that belonged in faith to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob who built that people by what God chose out of his love. And so when Christ is no longer celebrated or received as the centerpiece of the church, his gracious kingdom gets set aside for lesser glories and they will not last. Instead of crosses and battles that would drive us to Jesus and his great sacrifice, the path of least resistance fits anybody for hell. So the promise with this narrow door is how the Master Jesus knows us poor sinners. His sacrifice first opened the door without complaint based on great compassion. This striving nobody else could bear with, having loved a sinful world to his death, even death on a cross, so that the door of good news is opened for us all by grace, a gift. And God calls us then to descend with Jesus, not some kind of God in the sky or gods we want to talk about to go with Jesus. As we heard today, the mediator of a new covenant and of the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Instead of the few being saved question, that's about really about fear or, frankly, pride of salvation. Examine yourself. Stop caring about other people and about heaven and who's going to be there and think of yourself first in this instance. God puts in our ears his word for the heart to see how Christ has taken a hold of your life. No sin can consume you, nor should it, or suffering so bad to endure that it escapes the faithfulness won by our crucified Lord. Whether total laziness or super dedicated, repentance is the striving that places us all before the narrow door looking to Jesus. His church he sent out with this gift of salvation that remains good for anybody. The master of the house has risen never to die again, and he gave the mission statement. You know what it is. To go and preach repentance and forgiveness of sins that should be proclaimed in his name to all nations. It's not about what you know, but who knows you. And so Jesus as master comes to any now by baptism and the teaching of his word. So you thought in confirmation you're getting to know the church. It was really Christ finally telling you, I know you. And I bring you good cheer of sins forgiven and full. Confirmation, as you know, are vows. It's not a sacrament. It's a, it's a tradition of the church in between baptism and the Lord's Supper, but it's a vows to confess and stand on the faith as taught 
But Lutherans kind of sneak in there a very subtle thing. You'll hear James say it again in remembrance of all our vows. And it's to say, finally, I will by the grace of God. It won't be I will as if you're going to do it so well. It's the bread of will of God and his grace that gives us his vows that will not fail. Grace alone is why Christ does proclaim absolution publicly and privately to trust his voice and the servants of his word. Everybody questions the church these days, but to know the church is first to recognize how Christ makes himself known. Hard to imagine, but he makes himself known to sinners. This work belongs to the narrow door where Christ's love is at work in his church by means of grace to make you whole in him. And so his victory gathers the few, but they actually are, very, are many. What sounds exclusive, exclusive actually turns out to be the glory of God, drawing from all directions peoples to recline at the kingdom of God. Since God has judged all in his Son, any hearing the call of repentance believe Jesus. And in that believing, we know Jesus at last will shut the door. But it's not because it's for doom and gloom, but for greater joy. This kingdom of grace hides before us in the feast of his sacrament, but the master holds a heavenly glory that joins us to all those known by him. And so as Lutherans, we say, because body of Christ is here, we get to commune with other churches throughout the world that confess the faith that we share. And all those who've gone before us. And with all the angels and archangels of what Christ brings of his great presence. The few are made many by faith in God's grace that disregards the age, the status, the size of a church, the situations of the times, promising the unfit are found righteous by Jesus. Teaching for the baptized is on the move with our Lord. So confirmation is just a time. Now you get to be on the move, James. Just like seminary is for a time as if that's all I need is a nice little degree. No. Growth will neither be easygoing or a path of least resistance. It holds struggle and striving in this world, but not some end in itself or a useless venture of man. The way of the cross means the power of God's grace at work for you all your days. The joyful refuge in the gospel denies fixating on a few. It's to pray in these times and to share the promise. You heard it today. And people will come from east and west and from north and south and recline at table in the kingdom of God. It's a promise we're to share with people who don't come. The door is open. The narrowness is very wide because it's shaped in the cross of our Lord's arms reached out for sinners.
Thank God for the narrow door. It leaves us welcomed by Jesus, who knows you, each of you, together now by baptism to be his church. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.